Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I'm your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, I got Jeff Burtis with me. Jeff, say what's up. What's cracking? Happy New Year, everyone. Hopefully, everyone had a safe and uh, safe and enjoyable holiday, yes. but it's the new year. Good riddance to 2020. Hopefully, oh my God. 2021 will be, will be better. Hopefully. Hopefully. Look, we're not going to get our hubs too high because we've learned from our mistakes from last year. We have learned. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, But normally we can start with the wrestling talk with real joyful stuff. But I feel like it's only appropriate because we haven't been here the last two weeks that we need to talk about Brody Lee. We took a, we took a long, we took a nice holiday break. But we had some sad news happening with the passing of John Hoover, a.k.a. Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, if you're a WWE fan. Really cool guy. It shook. It literally shook the wrestling world. He genuinely seemed like the nicest person. Do we have a cause of death? Um, It was a, a lung issue that was not caused by COVID. Still... He was like what in his 23rd he was in his 30s how old was he 41 41 jeez and he was that mobile he was that agile no no but you know what 41 is young for wrestling oh yes um i i can i can remember first seeing luke harper because i was one of those guys who watched nxt before it was cool (laughs) yeah i said it um I watched NXT when NXT was like develop like actually developmental. Daniel yeah. Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan. Well, I, I watched like, it then too, but let me let me say like I'm talking about when like Seth Rollins and Alexander Rusev and Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas and Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn and oh there's uh, t- Kevin and Kevin and Kevin Tyler Owens. Breeze and you know just those guys uh yeah like because when Luke Harper got introduced it was a member of the Wyatt family oh yeah I remember that wholeheartedly they were having a feud with Kane to start off not in NXT <laughs> Not in. I'm talking about the WWE oh, yeah. era. I'm talking about in WWE. But when I, his first match in NXT was against, I want to say, if I'm correct, it was a, just like a jobber, jobber, a jobber. Then, huh. Like shame. Nobody knew his name while he was in the ring, but as soon as he like won the match, Bray was. Let me introduce you to Luke Harper. I'm like. Whoa, who is this guy? And I, I, because I didn't see Brody's uh, indie run. I didn't see it. Uh, mm-hmm. I've heard mm-hmm. so much about it, but like one of my favorite moments was him winning the Intercontinental Championship. Yes, it was. He did have a good run. Yeah, right? it was part of that weird um, that storyline for the ladder match at WrestleMania 31. The 31 was uh, San Francisco. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, the whole... He went, Dean Ambrose, he went yeah, in. Oh, yeah. He went in as champ I that year? I want to say wow. he went in. And then, 
went in as champ, but he didn't leave as champ. That was Daniel Bryan. Which was the smart which was a smart decision at the time, but he had a good run, let's yeah. be honest. He had a great run, dude. A great run. Here's the thing. WWE was just they did not know what to do with him post Wyatt family. Cause he was a big he was a big man. He didn't talk that much on the mic on WWE. But athletically, for a big man, must watch. It's, they just did not know what to do with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. So he he wanted out of WWE because hey, he wasn't creatively happy. Then he decided, oh, this new up up and coming up production called AEW. What's it? It looked cool because and also then- like when that was going on, there was a whole storyline with the Dark Order saying the Exalted One is coming. Dalton one is mm-hmm. coming and we actually started hearing about this before he got released like we started hearing about this exalted one before well before he got released uh, yes yeah like and then when we find out it's him it's like ooh, like there that was a that turned yeah. a lot of heads um he won the TNT title he had a good run like from the jump I mean it's just a shame that he didn't really get the crowd pop that you know everybody wants you know due to coat I mean COVID. yeah he had it there was a crowd a little bit but it's not like mm-hmm. it's not 45 40 30 something yeah, thousand fans it's, it's cheering maybe 10 give yeah. or take um, but I feel like his run with the dark order it was just about to get good it was just getting started. He was just finally about to elevate and take it to the. We were all level. actually wondering, like, "Hey, what's up with Brody?" Because we hadn't seen him in weeks. Ever since he dropped the title to yeah. Cody, in the dog, we're like, "Wait, was it?" Which was a brutal match. It was by a the way. fantastic match. <laughs> brutal but fantastic. Um, so the tributes that went on on WWE and I saw the video that WWE put out finally yeah that one that one shook me because uh they started with Xavier Woods and yeah they're still doing tribute they still do tributes like yesterday yeah. too I'm just like uh man WWE, they at least acknowledged him, and they let the wrestler at least let the wrestlers wear armbands for yeah. Brody, not Luke Harper. They know they know what happened. They know he was close with the WWE family. Bray Wyatt tw- posted on Instagram with a long Instagram Randy, post. Jordan, I mean, yeah, Randy Orton, uh, Orton Adam Cole, Adam um, Cole, of course Woods, Kofi Kingston. Um, Actually, damn, a lot of people, a lot of people. Strowman, it's happening. Yes, he touched that many people's uh, hearts. The, the the ladies backstage, a lot of them responded. Um, it, it was so. Oh, 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 oh man, yeah. Um, it's it's the closest WWE will actually acknowledge AEW on live yeah. TV. Um, and also, um, AEW did their tribute show. Um, which if you weren't crying during that, yeah, they they had they did the classiest, 
they were very classy with their tributes. Both programs did it did their own ways of uh, paying respects to Brody, but AEW went over the top and because he was employed. Yeah, and also they did some really touching things like um, giving his son the uh, TNT title and I heard they're retiring that design. Yeah, that's 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 when we retired for a little while. Um, and what else? They had a lot of like matches that you would normally never see on AEW television. Um, like who was it? A Hangman and the Dark Order versus oh, it was it was wild. There was a few matches like oh, uh, Cole Cabana and the Young Bucks versus I want to say Private Party and Matt Hardy. <laughs> dream matches. There was some dream them, matches huh? on that card. Uh, like there was like. 10 Cody and somebody else versus I also heard Eric Groen made it appear a brief cameo appearance for Brody. Um yes, Eric Redbeard did make an appearance. Um he they called it they called him Eric. They Eric called Rowan. him Redbeard. They called him Redbeard. Cuz I I could have sworn I heard Eric Roman on the comments. Well, they probably did say that. Um but we don't know if it's a one-off thing, but that was. We, nice. I would love to see him there, because, dang it, he's a good wrestler. Give him, Give a, chance. him a chance. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's gonna be hard to get over that one. That one's like, it's not one of those ones. That, it's gonna, like, you know, hey, he died of steroids or something like that, or he died of old age. No, he died at his peak. This this is two remembrance of Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Um. So this one's gonna this sting gonna for a sting. while. Um. So also tonight, well not tonight, tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday. Lord have mercy. What is wrong with me? Ooh, let's bring this mood up. <laughs> you're you're just getting you're just you're depressed. You've paid your respects to Brody. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. And now you gotta go. Life goes yeah. on, man. Um, tonight, I want that tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. We have New Year's Smash from they, AEW. Night one of New Year's Smash, and it's, it's a, a two night thing. thing. Um, and there's going to be a few cool things. Let's just start by the fact that saying, "Hey, Snoop Dogg's going to be in the building." So I get. So what I'm hearing is Snoop Snoop Dogg is going to be commentating for yes. AEW. More than likely on the Cody Matt Seidel match. Man, WWE, you missed an opportunity. Snoop Dogg is killer on the comment on the Snoop commentary knows squad. What he's doing. But, then, but then again, I feel like his mouth would probably get WWE in trouble with their PG. But thing. they're not trying to be PG anymore. If we're reading the rumors correctly. It'd be nice. You already got. You already got his cousin. You already That's got true. his cousin. There. Uh, so you're missing opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Um. Also, we're gonna have a tag <laughs> team match, a triple threat tag team match, uh, between the Young Bucks. Actually, no, it's a eight man tag team match. I apologize. 
uh, not a triple threat. It's just an eight man. That's the Young Bucks and SCU versus the Acclaimed and the Hybrid Two. Well, the Ooh. Hybrid Two is Jack Evans and um, Angelico, and the Acclaimed. They're they're a pretty new tag team. They're they're actually. They are talkers. I'll give them credit. They are talkers, and I kind of like it. Um, and we we know SCU. We know SCU. They've been around for years. Um, Frankie Azarian and Christopher Daniels. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> like those. It's it's going to be a good one. Also, Mox Moxley, who has been doing a lot of stuff, even though he hasn't been on TV recently, is going mm-hmm. to be on Dynamite this week. Yes, uh, we're going to talk about Wrestle Kingdom next week, but I will talk about this because it's technically was just like an intermission during the show. Mox mm-hmm. said he will be back in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He had his U.S. heavyweight title around his shoulder. He's like, he will be back, and he whoever has the United States Championship briefcase, which, yes, they have a briefcase for that, well, I mean, what were they supposed to do? Like, they couldn't get Mox in New Japan. They couldn't get him to defend it, especially during the pandemic. So they made a tournament to see who was the number one contender. And at that moment, at the moment, it's Kinta. So, oh my yeah, goodness. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like well, you're almost in this, heaven. This, this version of Kinta and Hideo Itami are two different things. Two different things. Kenta, what is Kenta now is a bullet club. You don't for life. I love it. But Mox, what they called him the? I saw some cool ass nickname from New Japan the other day. I was like, what? That is sick. Um, (laughs) but. Mox is gonna face off with Kenta more than likely. Oh, sounds like exactly. a dream come true. But oh, are we getting close to that inevitable AEW? New I Japan would say crossover? so. I think they're gonna work with each other at some point within the next year. I mean, that's like, I want to see just on. a match between this version of Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada. Or, 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 maybe this version of Kenny Omega versus the current, yes, I know the results, the current IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion, Kota Ibushi. You know the storyline with Kenny is he's turning into Thanos. He wants all the gold. The Golden Lovers have all the titles right now, all the big ones. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. He's turn. He's gonna turn into Thanos, turn on all of his friends, and say, "All the gold, mine, uh, mine, all mine." Uh, also, we have a match between Wardlow and Jake Hager. Oh shit! The so, <laughs> the inner circle is about to explode. So what I'm hearing is MJF is tearing the inner circle from the yeah, inside you know, it's like out. it's like um, it's like he's instinct. He's tearing up my heart, man. 
he's using he's a cancer basically you cannot you do not trust exactly MJF. um yeah dude the whole mjf jericho storyline these last few weeks uh it's not even just it's like mjf jericho inner circle because the inner the inner circle are yeah. like victim number ones in all of this and does this so who tur- so who you want to place money um, who turns on whom MJF turns on Jericho oh, or MJF. Jericho turns on oh MJF. god yeah MJF come on now like I'm not even going to place money on that because I know I have a real good feeling because MJF is just a little scumbag that he is or where he plays a really good heel and, and unlike a lot of heels in wrestling he lives the character like we have talked about this for years MJF legitimately is the is the heel like he's the heel that you want Mike Mazanin has this issue of being a real softy when he gets outside of work he doesn't he doesn't yeah and also having reality oh, shows yeah, that his, he does his wifey um yes Roman Roman Roman's been playing that character pretty mm. well recently. Mm, he, he he is on the top of the top, the top of the no, top of like, the top. Yeah, no one can yeah. touch him right now. He is the hottest thing. Yeah, in I mean that's Roman now. Reigns. That's what he does. Yes, yeah. and that WWE. I will say this: when you make a when you make a mega heel, they make a mega. And heel. also, it helps recently. That we haven't seen, um, what is it? Anything like what is it? We haven't seen them outside of work. Like it helps yes. a lot. When you when, when it helps when we see kayfabe actually still existing. Like MJF is playing kayfabe yeah. really well. Kayfabe is not dead. The ones who can maintain kayfabe are the legends. Yeah. Taker. Yeah, and you know what? He's pretty much killed that now, too. Uh, I mean, he, he's retired. He's, well, no, he's I'm saying, retired, like, even so. during the last run, it was like we got every interview imaginable that we ever wanted from Mark Calloway. Every interview. I, Including yeah, Steve Austin twice. That really, that literally tells me he, he's done. He is—he's is, done. I'm done. I'm retiring. But back to the thing: AEW, MJF. Yeah, we're waiting. I'm just—I'm just, I'm just uh, waiting. Also, speaking of dead men, dead women, you know, dead things. Um, Abaddon mm-hmm. is getting her shot at the AEW Women's Title. So is this the ch- is this time for Shida to drop it? No, go for it. I don't. Th- I, I don't think Abaddon okay, is the the right person to do it, but they'll they'll figure out a way to get this done. She's scary as shit. So not Abaddon. Here's the thing: the women's division needs a little. This bit is of why, like, push. I think like, that the Impact partnership per se could benefit them. It could if yeah, they use Yeah, because we keep seeing Don Callis on 
AEW, and then we keep seeing Kenny on AEW, and then we're we keep hearing is like, hey, bring your guys, show up, we want this. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, so we're we're gonna do this, huh? And then uh, yeah. also there is a champion AEW World Championship match on Wednesday between Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega. Now the last time these two faced off, it was a legendary matchup. I mean, it's Kenny. You well, these these two less. are also facing off for the AAA Mega Championship in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, which Mega. Kenny is still holding the belt because mm, mm, he just mm, beat. Mm. I think it was Laredo Kid at their Triple uh, Mania show like a few weeks ago. But these two have mm. history. They have history, and. Just be prepared for the craziest showdown you've ever seen in your life. Um, Alright then. That's really it for AEW. Um, this is going to be a crazy show. I mean, the last few weeks have been like subpar TV because, you know, except for last week. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be um, real. Okay. Also, we're going to talk about NXT. Yay, NXT! Yay! Um, and this NXT, week is NXT. their New Year's Evil show, and yes, the first show of the new year for NXT. There's a lot more on the show than I thought there was. Uh, I'm gonna oh, start yes. with from the bottom of this page from WWE.com. Go for it. So Zia Lee and Boa have both been out training these last few weeks with their mysterious master. Yes, you've been I've seen Have, you, oh, have you been oh. seen? Yo. I'm like, like Okay. Dark. Um, this is dark. This is dark. I I better see some aggression. I better see some brutality from these two or I'm not going to be sold. I think we'll get something from Zaya because Zaya. she is a trained Mixed martial artist. Zia so. Lee just need she needed a character. Yeah, and finally. I think they gave I mean, it to her. Um, and Boa, I never saw before that whole thing. So, mm. so yeah, you exactly. gotta see what he does. Um, also, Grand Matalik is getting a NXT Cruiserweight Championship match against Santos Escobar. So the loser house, so remember yeah, the loser off, house party is going for its The lucha house party is dead. They're just no, it's just a no, tag team not. between Lince Dorado and Grand Matalik. They still they still advertise themselves as the loser house. Party. Um, but I think they'd be better suited for NXT, anyways. Let's be real. Um, especially for the. Get them off the get them off the main but, roster but, and don't put let them, them in tag with team the goal. cruiserweight to the tag team division. Like to be honest with you, <laughs> it yeah. No, no, put them with tag no teams. Tag team. Like the um, they NXT knows how to book tag teams, and if you do if you do them right, they can 
be one of the better tag teams in NXT. Main Rock, as long as they don't, as long as they don't win tag no, team gold, love to see tag team gold. Uh, also, nope. we're getting a last woman standing match between Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. Now, no, 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 no. Let me talk. Let me talk. Ooh. This is this is fun for me. Um. The promo Calm down. that Calm down. Keep your pants on. the the promo for this sh- this match that they did last week. Oh, I was all over it. I was like, "Yo, they're bringing this up. They're bringing it up." Like, because I think me and you have talked about. Like, I've said, "Dude, these guys used to tag. These guys actually used to tag. These guys are friends, mm. like off camera." Oh. They brought, oh, they brought that up. They brought huh? it up for the storyline. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Personal attachment, mm. getting, good. getting good. So, could this match be really good? Yes, it has it has potential. Lots of potential. Well, the last well, match was really good. So, well, let's not talk about that last match yet. Let's I, talk about the return. Fallen prey, fallen prey, Marion Cross. Fallen prey, are you falling Dude, and you praying? This are could actually praying? be a really good matchup. A really good matchup. Damian Priest has been Dude, on Damian fire Priest as of late. Is a freaking madhouse. He's a freak. Also, the He's fact that we, like, on this show, we have no signs of Tommaso Ciampa. We have no signs of Johnny Gargano. No signs of. I know, right? Yoshida, Adam Cole. Um, <laughs> really, a lot of people. Does that just show you how good that how good they can is? be? Yes. Mm-hmm. But Karrion is probably going to win this. I don't say easily. Easily, um, they're going to make him make both of them look good. Um, but Karrion will be back in the title picture. Karrion needs exactly. to be back in the title picture. Also, um, Finn Balor, Tyler Rally too. Uh, uh, please don't yes, break his please. jaw again. Yes. Please, I mean, as long as you stay healthy, also, as long as no blood, metal no injuries. Jaw. Uh, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all, this is gonna be a hard hitting match, but please be careful. No, go ahead, go crazy, go crazy. We're on free TV. It, please be it's careful. It's gonna be like that match is gonna be wild uh, though. So, um, does Kyle Still O'Reilly no. win? Oh, I know, but look, shot. Finn is the guy. Finn the is about this, the guy. Yes, now, I mean, he's actually held the title longer combined than Adam Cole. Yeah, you probably his first run as NXT champion. And yeah, yeah, I think he's held the title longer. I'm glad he's back in NXT just in general. Um, 
I mean, NXT yeah, I knows mean, what to do with him. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the roadie know what the, they're doing down there. And yes, I said, oh, the, yes. I said the roadie. They know exactly. <laughs> if people didn't know, Road Dog is one of the producers of the show. Hmm. It is. That's a- um. So that's really all we got to talk about on this first half. Um. Second half of the show, which we normally do on the first, we're gonna talk about Raw and SmackDown. We'll give our Golden Stars of the week, and um, anything else we'd really want to add on that. So we will be right back after this commercial. It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> to, let's just talk about. Oh, man. Oh, funny, man. You that, funny you brought that up, man. Yeah, because we're starting with SmackDown. We're starting yeah. with SmackDown. Before the whole show of last week started, we got to give congratulations. Because like on the Christmas week, Big E got the Intercontinental title from the loudmouth, obnoxious, annoying, great heel Sami Zayn. Exactly. I mean, he has a good heel run. Didn't do nothing much with it, but hey, Biggie's the hot hand, and it's nice to finally see Biggie win some singles gold. Exactly, dude. How long is it? Has it been? Yes, we know he has won the Intercontinental title before, but God, it's been so long. It's all about what he does with that title, though. Exactly, because this could this this is a stepping stone to hopefully greater things. Can we agree to that? Mm-hmm. If he does, if he does that title well and elevates not just the title but everyone around him, then mm-hmm. then he's my pick to take the title off of Roman. Exactly, but as of right now, I can't be convinced. But before then, congratulations, Biggie. Let's see what you do. But to start off for all, we had the tribal chief, the head of the table, just saying, hey, everything I touch is gold. He thought he was done with uh, Kevin Owens, but Kevin Owens is just like a cockroach that will not go away. Roman's words, not mine. No, no. And he's just one, he's like, I don't even want to fight you, Roman. I want Jey Uso, the one who keeps costing me title after title after title. Mm-hmm. And, he, and so... He got his fight. He got his match because Adam Pearce did it, and Roman Reigns was not too happy about that. But well, we'll no, well, let's 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 talk about the Adam Pearce thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got kind of suckered into putting the match on. Yeah, he, he did. Adam was told by Roman and Paul not to give him the match. Mm-hmm. But Kevin was like, "You're taking orders from them now. You're taking orders from them." Adam, we've known each other for 15 years. Oh, brought that brought up the history. Yeah, dude, because they were they were cool and everything else on the indies. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he kind of suckered him. He suckered him. <laughs> yep. Now the consequences never came into fruition this week. Hopefully next week I get to see some more evil sadistic Roman, but we'll get well, to that. We, in a we, bit. We, 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 we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But then Biggie, 
Yeah, his first match was against King Corbin. Yay. Yeah. Nick Carter, Vortex of Doom, with Sammy on commentary. Sammy intervened, and then Apollo came out, set up a tag team match. Where, I mean, even King Corbin was tired of uh, Sami Zayn's endless complaining. That's what he does. That's what he does. And Apollo got the win for the team. And then he's like, oh, you know, I challenged Big E for the title. And this time, I won't be able to help you get the title. Because he did help in that Lumberjack match. That's true. So, Apollo versus Big E. I like the idea, but... I'm just not convinced. Help me out here. Um, is this a good is this a good stepping stone for a freaking Biggie? It is. It's a good start because uh, they're going to put on a great match. They're definitely going to put on a great match. Um, it's it is one of those ones is like uh, it's very hard to do a face versus face match. True, but at the same time they they they're gonna they're gonna knock it out of the park. Why do I feel like this sets up either a Fatal 4-Way or a Triple Threat at the Royal Rumble? Mm. Maybe, not, maybe not the Royal Rumble, because both of the Royal Rumbles are going to take up so much of the time, but this sets up... I just have a feeling Sami Zayn is not going to give up on that title that easily. Also, isn't it weird the fact that like we have to deal with... Um... <sighs> the Royal Rumble without fans in a baseball stadium. God, it seems such like a year ago. Oh, because it was. It was. We were there. Yes, Ladies we and gentlemen, we were at the Royal Rumble last year. Before all of COVID came down. God, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at the same right, time, right. at the same time, at the same time, look, we're, we're, they're being patient before doing anything else. Um, Yes. Um, uh, this will be interesting to see how they do the Royal Rumble with no fans. I mean, yeah. I can't also, wait. I, I, it's my. Let's be honest. The Royal Rumble is one of our favorite pay per views of the year, right? It's either that or Survivor Series. To be honest with you, for me, it's a Royal Rumble or Mania. Um. Also, I forgot to mention this. Um, with the AEW stuff, AEW, um. They are planning on moving their shows out of Daly's Place to an arena in Miami here soon. Oh, that, oh, that's nice. Which will probably be better for morale. But yeah, just to get out of that one spot they've been in for months. Mm. For months on end. It just feels like they're going to the same place every single week. I mean, that's got to be a drag. Yeah, a little bit of a drag. Um, okay, so ne- what, what's next up? So, Riot Squad, is this... So, Billy Kay... Skip. What's her... Uh, skip, we're not talking about that. Look, and then, it's not interesting enough. I Look, I wish they would just go ahead and put Billy Kay and Peyton Royce back together, but they're on these different shows right now. So, man. Yeah, I agree. Street Profits? Their little New Year's celebration where then talking smack to Ziggler and Rude and then both of them attacked the Street Profits and showed a little bit of aggression, which I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm? I haven't seen that from Rude in a while. Oh, yes. the They were targeting the knee, I think, of uh, Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm not correct. 
and they were just viciously attacking it like putting chair shots to the knee just damn it chair shots steel steps kicked straight to the knee it was brutal and next week they get a tag team shot against the street profits i mean if they show that type of aggression yes please because the street profits do let's be honest do they really need the belts now no they don't need the belt ziggler and rude they don't have nothing they have they gain a lot by having the belt that gives them something to do and it's nice to put gold on rude let's be honest here and it, it is but also at the same time it's it, I don't know if it's going to do any different for Ziggler and Rude. I don't know either, but hey, I mean, what do you what do you got to lose? I, I mean, man, I mean, the Street Profits, yes. If they win the if they retain the belts, they retain the belts. I just don't see any other tag team that comes close to that level. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, I mean, they've pushed Ziggler and Rude quite well. They've had multiple opportunities, so this might be it. But moving on, so Daniel Bryan has declared himself for the Royal Rumble. Yay! He had a match with he had a match with Otis versus Cesar Nakamura. God, what a what way. was that? What was that three amigos shit at the end of the match? I'm. I have no if idea. If anybody has seen the movie Three Amigos, mm-hmm. you know the dance they do. I don't That's know exactly what, what it was, because Chad Gable, Otis, and Daniel Bryan did the Three Amigos thing in the ring. Sure, sure. Faces win. Daniel Bryan's in the Royal Rumble. I would love if he. Wo- I would love it if he won. <laughs> Look, and I'm not even mad that like Daniel Bryan's over here helping other talent out. You know, I don't. I'm not mad he, at that. He's at the point of his career where he doesn't need any. He doesn't need to. He needs to set the stones for the new talent because sooner or later, when his contract expires, he's going to retire. Yeah, he's not going to wrestle anymore. He's not going to go to another company. That's not his mo. Yeah. That's not a no, not even. And really, what it yeah. is is more of just like, hey. We know it's almost time, so indeed. let indeed. him help other so, people. Indeed, which I appreciate Dan O'Brien for that. One last thing before the main event: Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. So we don't know. So we just put tag teams together and just have feuds meshing up. What is this, Teddy Long? I mean, they did they that have... last week. Well, the week before, uh, with the Triple Threat Women's Tag Team Championship match between. Uh, Bailey and Carmella, Sasha and Bianca, and Asuka and Charlotte. So, is this just Teddy Long just saying, hey, let's make a tag team match and just have feuds mashed up together? We'll talk about that. I mean, but also the Chevalier for Carmella, pretty athletic. I've seen some of his videos because he is a WWE signed wrestler. Mm hmm. Um, I've seen some of his videos of the way he works out. Mm-hmm. That kid is way more talented than people give him credit for. I saw some of the moves he did. I'm like, oh, okay. That, that little that- from from the sitting position to the back roll out of the ring. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy has potential. And he did it in a suit. 
that's that's the scary thing. He did that in a suit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to send you the, some of the videos that he's that he's done because I actually I think I found his TikTok by accident. Um, by accident, huh? By, you by were accident. you I were was, looking for that. Let's be honest here, dude. WWE stuff comes up on my TikTok all the time, and that just happens to be one guy that popped up. I guess, I guess I can give you that. I guess I can believe that as an excuse. Um, but dude, yeah, yeah, like it's gonna be interesting the next few weeks to see how this works out because we also got the Rumble coming up. We wanted uh, who uh, Sasha's opponent's gonna be yet. It's probably it's Carmelo. Let's be honest here. Either Carmelo or Bianca. Nah, Bianca's too busy with Bailey. Have Bianca win the Royal Rumble, then challenge Sasha. I would say I would say the same thing. Yeah, that's what I would say. But now the main event was Kevin Owens versus Jey Uso, and boy was this a was this not a match? This was a match. This was a straight up fight. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah. Really, it didn't like Kev won. Kev won clearly because Jey Uso doesn't need victories. He just needs to be a basically Roman's B. <laughs> yeah, but it was mainly the story after the match. Oh, yes. He even brought the hand... KO brought some handcuffs, handcuffed Jey Uso, tried to beat him up, saying, hey, Roman, get your butt out here. What are you doing? What I'm doing to your cousin, it all falls on you. Trying to provoke Roman. Trying to provoke Roman to come out there. They even took it to the outside of the ring, into the arena, and then on the top of the Thunderdome, like I think the second level, then Roman attacks. Yeah, like, I don't think we've seen anybody go up there yet. No, we haven't. Not in the Thunderdome's history. No, and... I kind of like the illusion of, oh my god, there's just a bunch of faces there. Now we know it's like, oh no, it's just big-ass screens. (laughs) I I like the illusion, right? Hey, we all know it's empty. We all know it's empty. The screen's there. But that spot, the spot at the very end where they just did him. <laughs> KO, this is like the second time this year I've seen you taking table spots unnecessarily. First at Mania. Now, oh, wait. Oh, this is the first of this year. So, mm-hmm. well, in a year's time, I've seen. I, I mean, gu- I guarantee he's going to take a few more this year. So, but that table spot. Mm, so what I'm thinking is Roman KO last man standing is that what I'm hearing yes I'm That's all for but also what? they gotta ban Jey Uso from ringside I'm getting like you're getting annoyed aren't you every week <laughs> every stinking week we gotta deal with Jey Uso interrupting the match dude Make it last man standing inside of a cell. I don't care. Do something. Just don't have Jay Uso involved. Just don't See, have Jay Uso involved. Like, man. That's, that's the point. No, but it's like, it's it's getting to the point where it's annoying. That's the point, Tony. I know it is. I know. And, it it, is. and here's the thing. Even if you ban Jay Uso, what about the other Uso? Good point. <laughs> What's stopping Jimmy? They could just do a whole switcheroo and Jimmy comes out and intervenes. Yeah, you've got a point. J- isn't Jimmy poised to return pretty soon? I would say he is. 
So even if you do that, ban- even if you said, "Oh, hey, Jay Uso, you are banned from re- you are barred from ringside," you always got to think, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to see Roman actually just win clean without Jay Uso's help, because that would make him more of a dominant champion. But as a heel champ, it's just adding more and more. We want to see him. Who can beat Roman Reigns and Jey Uso? It's getting, it's getting to you where you, even you are getting annoyed, and you're Dude. a wrestling fanatic, and you're like, "Oh my God, Jey Uso, stop!" And I'll be honest, there was something that I wanted to see that we're probably not going to get now. What? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, I guess we will. But now I got to go from the highs of SmackDown to the Raw Legends Night. This bitch started off with Hulk Hogan at the beginning of the show, and then the and then a Miz TV f- New Day flip. I'm like, uh, or the New Day took over Miz TV, and then Teddy Long said, "Oh hey, Miz and Morrison, you go one on one with the Undertaker." Which, no, I'm saying, I'm like, like hey, hey <laughs> no, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh my bad. Uh, how about a tag team match between Miz and John Morrison, and of course the New, New Day. Day- New Day one, I sense tension between uh, freaking the uh, Miz, Miz and Morrison. But also, we do know for a fact that the Miz is still Mr. Money in the Bank. Due to a technicality, because it was John Morrison who cashed in. And I'm like, what if? Sunday. What at the, at, the Royal, Royal. at the Royal Rumble. What if Miz cashes? Don't do that. What if he cashes it in? Say, just say, just just hear me out. McIntyre loses. Goldberg. Hold on, listen, listen, listen. I wish you wouldn't say listen, that. Listen to my scenario. Listen to my scenario. Goldberg wins. McIntyre loses. But McIntyre goes on a rampage after the match. Miz takes advantage of that and cashes in on Goldberg. So since you, so I wish you would have saved that for a bit, Tony. I really wish you. I really we'll talk. Wish, we'll talk about it at the end, though. <laughs> I wish you would have not spoiled that. Thank you. Sorry. But... Look, if you if you know the rumor mill. Look, it was it's not anything to hide. Um Goldberg is there. We've known about Goldberg returning because he's on a multi-year contract. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just go. Yes, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre had a great match yeah. where Keith Lee was proving desperate. He even did a Spanish fly from the top rope. I'm like I haven't seen him do what? this NXT. I'm like, what? And he's 340 pounds doing that. Keith Lee better win the Royal Rumble. I would hope to God that he wins the Royal Rumble. Please. But then, freaking Oldberg. Oh, see, God. see, the reason I'm getting this knocked out so we can talk about like some good stuff in the show. Um, mm-hmm. I. Do not like the fact that they're still using Goldberg. Goldberg in his fifties. 
in title matches. Goldberg, I can't stand him. If he beats Mac, if he beats McIntyre, yeah, that is that is my final nail in the coffin for Goldberg. It's it's annoying. If he, if he go if he goes over over Drew McIntyre, who is literally the the best superstar they have created in this whole pandemic era. You have literally you have literally made a legit superstar with Drew McIntyre. If he if McIntyre loses to freaking Goldberg, it's that's my nail on the coffin. That's my nail on the coffin. I'm like, I'm like, that's it. You'll be done. That's it. I'm I'm literally, I was almost done with the Fiend. I, Fiend's my favorite character in WWE, but if they do that to McIntyre, that's it. That's it. Dude, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, I've been done. Like, WWE does not know how to keep building their superstars. So this is why I I would want McIntyre to win at the Royal Rumble. I'm like, for the love of God, you already killed Goldberg. You've already killed two. You had two young champion reigns. Don't make it a third. And, and. McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar. Thank you. Somebody that Goldberg lost to. Thank you. So I'm done. Like if if he it, doesn't it, win, it, I'm done. Like we cannot trust the booking after that. Yeah, can you say Drew McIntyre literally is a homegrown WWE superstar right now? Right. Yes. Do not. I'm begging you, WWE. I'm begging you, Vince. Don't fucking kill his character. Drew McIntyre must win at the Royal Rumble. Must. Must win. The only way I will accept Goldberg winning is if you put out that theory. If Miz cashes in, that's the only way. I, I, I will. I will. That's my only way. I will accept that. And guess what? Everybody would cheer after that. I would at I would be like thank God thank you Miz thank you Miz. But so so Brian, the main event great parts that good my good okay parts Elias and AJ Styles so is uh AJ a face now? AJ as right now he's a face and almost what a kick look. Jackson Riker was about to swing for the fences with that guitar and almost almost just kicked the shit out of that guitar. I'm like, oh what the shattered to pieces. That even though like the replay for the gif that I've seen on Twitter is like, oh, okay. All right. I'm like I'm impressed. Another another okay spot. Riddle and Bobby Lashley. That's an okay. It's an okay because I'm like you know, it sets up a U.S. title feud and, but it makes Bobby look pretty weak because he it was controversial. He yeah. had the hurt lock in. He had the hurt lock in. Riddle kicked the ropes, almost made made the ref duck, and then Riddle tapped. Ref didn't see it. Bobby thought he won because he legit tapped. Then the surprise pinfall for the victory. So 
I'm like, on one hand, Bobby has a point. He thought he won because he he legit felt the tap. But yep. then on the other hand, but then on the other hand, hey, Riddle got a win. U.S. title pitcher, U.S. title match, maybe. Yeah, that's that's a real possibility. U.S. title match. And look, Riddle would be a perfect guy for that kind of like. I'm the, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. They haven't built him up like they should have so far. Yes. But he'll he'll get there. He'll get there. Now, one last... I mean, now, can I talk about the... Well, can I talk about the mediocre? Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton. Been there, seen that, but hey. Let's let's talk about everything else surrounding that. The Orton backstage segments. So he's apparently spared Alexa Bliss. I mean, we all knew it's just a writer off of TV, but no fiend, but Orton just being a flat out bully to all the legends. Like he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out this pent up aggression and on all the legends, I'll remember why I'm the legend killer. He was just so, being a bully. He was being straight, a bully. Straight up bully. Good? Was it good? Still a bully. Still a bully, but I mean, no fiend. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I'm not mad at it. And also, apparently Orton apparently declared himself for the Royal Rumble. Yes, he did. Um, so, so no Bray Wyatt. Uh, no fiend. What no. Uh, I think they're waiting. They're waiting. We are. I already know who's about to eliminate Orton. What if, what if the fiend wins the Royal Rumble? Don't give me the, don't give me hope. No, no, I was just gonna say the fiend's probably gonna scare the shit out of him and eliminate. Him. No, it's not that I have. It's not that I have in mind for Orton's elimination. What is that? You know he has a destined third battle with somebody, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So that's who I have eliminating him. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Now let's talk about the bad. First of all, all the let. First of all, Hulk Dana, Hogan. I mean, Hulk Hogan. Ugh. Ugh. There's the report going around online that Hulk Hogan was saying he was given the cold shoulder by a lot of the um, a lot of the talent backstage for Gee, good freaking why. reason, Hogan. I wonder why, dude. They respect what you did in the ring. They don't respect the person that you are. Yeah. That's what it is, Hogan. Live with it. You're a racist prick. And you want to talk about... And also, moving on from racism, you want to talk about bad booking? Shayna Baszler. A year... What a year a difference makes for her. Yeah. She went from being the baddest heel to just now losing matches to Dana Brooke and and Mandy Rose, really. Well, it's because they both got involved in everything, so. But, man, what a disappointment. But the fact that it took two of them to take out her, two of them. I mean, yes, but Shayna deserves better. And now... Looks like the Hurt Business are set to break up already. Yeah, it's the whole Cedric Alexander thing. Please don't break them up. You just had a good tag team. Now you're just breaking them up. 
great. So Raw was bad. Let's be honest here. The backstage segments with uh, what Angel Garza, um, uh, R Truth, R the twenty four seven champion for the millionth time. Well, because he also lost his title on New Year's Eve. So I'm done with if, that. If, if you literally watched TikTok on New Year's Eve, which nobody did, <laughs> he lost a title on TikTok. Mm. No joke. He lost to Angel Garza on TikTok. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um, but so, and the best, the best thing to happen outside of that Keith Lee McIntyre match was on Raw Talk, where Mustafa Ali made a very good point. What? What do you, what do you say? About how why we wasted three hours on legends who can't. Who just had their time, but what about all the young talent who never get an opportunity? He's not lying. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I'm like, he's got a point. Yeah. I'm like, what, what? We don't need to hear what you gonna do, brother, for the million seventh millionth time. Mm-hmm. They've had their time. Their time has passed. What about our turn? I'm like, yes, I completely agree with you. But raw, I bet better from you. I, I, I'm like, please, is it too much to ask for a just a decently good show all the way, or is three hours too much? Three. Three hours is too much. So, so Tony, let's end this with a good day. Who's your Who's your golden star of the week? Because I'm telling you, mine is probably... I mean, I can't say Roman all the time. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has just been grinding. He's been on grit for the longest period of time. And he's actually making best of what his uh, situation is. Tony, what about you? Tony, I can no longer hear you. If that says anything. So, if Tony wants to put in his uh, Golden Star of the Week, he can. But, for the time being, that's all I've got. So, for Let's Just Talk About, I'm Jeffrey Burtis, and I'm going to sign out. <laughs>